1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. Hope you had a uh, real nice Thanksgiving weekend. We have talked about stories recently, a bunch of different stories of airline passengers freaking out on airplanes. And people were blaming people being upset because they have to wear masks because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Whatever the case may be, there have been people on airplanes more than usual freaking out on the airplanes attacking airline workers beating them and something happened again this thanksgiving weekend although the way it ended had me had me scratching my head On Saturday, this past Saturday, Thanksgiving weekend, there was a Spirit Airlines flight from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to Nashville, Tennessee. Well, a woman, a passenger on that Spirit Airlines flight, she got in trouble because she was drunk and she attacked two different Spirit Airlines attendants. She, she didn't just start beating one flight attendant. She beat two of them. A woman needed to be restrained by a fellow passenger on that Spirit Airlines flight this past Saturday, two days ago, when she got drunk and attacked two flight attendants. A 42-year-old woman was charged with public intoxication. The suspect yelled at arresting officers to shoot me and told them she had a lot to drink. Can you imagine getting so drunk before a flight that not only do you you physically attack two flight attendants, but when the police show up to arrest you, you scream, shoot me at them. I mean, you, you really had to have something going on for that to happen.
3: I've never been that drunk to where I would ask for somebody to shoot me. Now I've seen people do dumb things when they're drunk, like, yeah, come on, tase me, bro, or hit me with something. But I, I've never heard anybody say, yeah, bro, shoot me, I can take it.
2: Some people should not be drinking alcohol. Because when I drink alcohol, and I don't drink nearly as much as I used to, but I get happy. Right I think the last thing in the world I would be I would be asking people to do is shoot
3: me. I think that's what you and I have in common. We're nonviolent drunks. When we get drunk, you want to chill and hang out. We don't want to get into any physical altercations. I don't even like doing activities when I'm drunk, like playing beer pong and stuff like that. I, I just want to chill when I'm drunk.
2: Yeah, I, that's and then they say, Coleman, your true personality comes out when you when you're drunk. And, and for this woman to get hammered and then get on an airplane and physically attack not one but two flight attendants for Spirit Airlines, the woman punched one flight attendant and then pulled another flight attendant's hair. Oh, my goodness. During the 6 p.m. flight two days ago on Saturday from Fort Lauderdale. Nashville. That's what happened. You
3: just solved the mystery. Imagine you're on Thanksgiving vacation and you're going to Florida and then now you have to go back to work at Nashville. See what I'm saying? So I think the stress of her knowing I have to go back to Nashville after I just came from Fort Lauderdale. I don't want to deal with this. And when she got drunk. You know, all day, that agitation and aggravation knowing she had to go to Nashville for Monday to go back to work but got to her.
2: They both seem like happy places. Nashville is Music City, and, and she's leaving Fort Lauderdale. A passenger restrained this female passenger, restrained her feet with zip ties <laughs> when, when the plane when the plane landed in Nashville. Imagine, you're someone else. You're just... You're just another passenger on this Spirit Airlines flight from Fort Lauderdale to Nashville. The plane lands in Nashville, and now you, with zip ties, are restraining this drunken woman's feet.
3: We've talked about that. We've talked about how people have acted up on previous flights, and they have duct tape just readily available to strap passengers into their seats. Well, I just like well, protocol. These,
2: these were zip ties. Yeah, zip ties, duct tape, all that. But I couldn't imagine, look, all I did was was get on an airplane in Fort Lauderdale trying to get to Nashville, and now the plane lands in Nashville, and I'm the one with zip ties tying this drunken woman's feet together? Now, now this is what I have to do on my Thanksgiving weekend flight? Um, (laughs) So a passenger restrained her with zip ties when the plane landed, She resisted getting into the police cruiser when the cops showed up at the Nashville International Airport this past Saturday at 7 p.m. The woman spent the night in jail. Here's the part that had me scratching my head, Coleman. Okay. She was released Sunday morning when her case was dismissed because the flight crew declined to press charges.
3: Oh, well, that was nice of them.
2: It was very nice of them. So this woman spent the night in in the jail in Nashville on on Saturday, but then yesterday, Sunday, she was released because uh, the the crew of the Spirit Airlines flight said, you know what, we're not going to press charges. Now, that makes me wonder how
3: attractive she is. Like
2: did she get special
3: privileges because she was boxing or maybe had was was pretty attractive and that's why they didn't press charges? I
2: don't have her her name or mugshot. Ah her, and, and her mugshot would be I mean she's really being protected. She yeah, must she, her, she must her, be somebody in Nashville. Her mugshot would be no good anymore because after the mugshot was taken, the charges were dropped against her.
3: I still would like to ask her, uh, you know, or show her a video of myself like, ma'am do you know
2: you asked the police to shoot you is everything okay but then a spirit airlines spokesperson said we do not tolerate aggressive behavior of any kind and this passenger is no longer welcome on any of our flights so it looks like spirit airlines has has banned this passenger but then the spokesperson said we will work with the relevant authorities to ensure this individual is prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, that doesn't add up. But they but they, they said that and they dropped the charges. Hmm.
3: They want to know, uh, this text says, was the passenger with the zip ties an electrician or some kind of bondage freak? Good question. I know I think the zip ties came from the uh spirit, right? Because we've seen people with duct tape on other airlines. Or but if might... they
2: did come from spirit, why is another passenger the one who's who's using the zip ties to tie the legs, tie the ankles, and that's not a an employee of the airline. Because the other
3: two flight attendants got their ass whipped. They couldn't do it by themselves. They were out of flight attendants, you think? <laughs> yeah, she she didn't. She went them. through two? <laughs> she already went through two. <laughs> So they needed somebody else to intervene.
2: Yeah, it wasn't that long of a flight from Fort Lauderdale to Nashville.
3: That makes me wonder how many drinks had she had. Isn't it, you right. It's not that long of a flight from Florida to Nashville, yet she still m- managed to get so drunk
2: that she asked the police to shoot her. How many did she knock back? I know. When you get that drunk, when you're asking police to shoot you, but then the next morning you get released and your charges get dropped. I'm I'm looking more into this story Uh, Spirit Airlines because they're saying they're not gonna tolerate anything like that yet they're saying at the same time that the uh, the passenger who was aggressive she uh, spent the night in jail but then she left the next day in Nashville and 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 the charges were dropped
3: she might be somebody in Nashville she might be a, a very important person Who
2: knows but I'm saying huh All right, coming up this morning on the show, uh, LSU's football coach Ed Ogeron went out a winner. He he coached his last game on Saturday, and they had an upset over the fifteenth ranked team in the country, Texas A and M, and another Louisiana college football coach just got a lot bigger job. Uh, Stay tuned uh, for those. we got a lot to get to on the show this morning here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterlin. I hope you had a uh, very nice Thanksgiving weekend. I did. Um, On Saturday night, LSU... Who had a uh, a rough season? They beat the number fifteen ranked Texas A and M Aggies. Beat him in Baton Rouge, and that was the last football game for LSU, coached by Ed Orgeron, and and he he goes out a, a winner and. That is saying something, because it was what a couple of months ago, what six weeks ago, when Coach Ogeron said, uh, "This is my last season." A oh, um, great young man, he said after after the uh, final game of the of the regular season this year, that would be his last season as as head coach. I mean, if you go back three seasons ago, they not only won the national championship, but if you looked at their quarterback, Joe Burrow, and the statistics he put up and and how great their offense was, may have been the best college football team ever. Really may have been. But then, last season the covid season uh was awful for lsu and, and that that's going to happen when you have such a great team and you lose so many great players and they lost coaches so last year they were they were awful and then the way this season started it, it started awful and and it really didn't get much better and and that's why Coach Ogeron said that that this is going to be it for him. And so for about half of the season, you had him coaching, and the entire coaching staff, who were all on their way out. They didn't know they didn't they don't know where where they're going to be coaching after this season, but they still and, and they had a lot of injuries. With 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 a bunch of their scholarship players, but they uh they they still played hard. They didn't pack it in. They didn't quit, and they uh they 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 still played hard even though they they were all outgoing. And so this past Saturday night's win in in his last game as head coach of LSU, they they were losing. They 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 came back and they won right at the end. It was an exciting game and uh, and and. You're gonna go out. I guess that's the uh, that's the way to go out. You go out playing hard, fighting, punching, kicking, scratching, clawing, and and winning. But but now the big question is, who's gonna be the uh, the next head football coach at LSU? Yeah, isn't for
3: for the bowl game they're gonna let the uh, <clears throat> offensive coordinator be the interim coach, I believe. Yeah
2: yeah, they're going to play in a meaningless bowl game all because they ended up winning more more games than losing this year. But who's going to be the next coach at LSU? It's not going to be the coach from the University of Louisiana. It, it, it's, it's not going to be that guy because... He's going to be the new coach at the University of Florida. Billy Napier, he's, uh, he's gone. He's leaving the U- University of Louisiana at Lafayette, and he's going to Gainesville, Florida to, to, to be the new head coach of the Florida Gators. So so who do you, who do you think is going to be the next coach at LSU? I, I know there there've been some names thrown around, some names mentioned. One of those names was the coach of the team that they just beat Saturday night. The the, the coach of Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher. he was uh, here he was an assistant under Nick Saban when Nick Saban was the coach in Baton Rouge but he's gone on to to accomplish some some really good things and 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 now he's at Texas A&M his name came up and he and he said no he's not interested he wants to stay at Texas A&M he says he's got a great recruiting class coming in and and he doesn't he doesn't want to leave.
3: This text says, "Urban Meyer may be looking for work next season." Do, do you want Urban
2: Meyer? <laughs> After his uh, not so great year so far at, as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, do, do, do you want that guy? And he's had some off the field incidents as as well. You can text us if you want. Tell tell us who you think should be the next head football coach at LSU. I'm also interested in what uh, Ed Orgeron is going to do
3: from this point on. I would love for him to do color commentary on for any sport. I don't care what it is. It could be for the Olympics. It could be for soccer. I would. I just want to hear him break down sports. Here we are, sir. It is right
2: there. And that's right.
3: I would do it. I would pay. I would pay him to do a podcast on sports.
2: Coleman, I'm sure he's going to – get a gig i'm 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 sure he's been offered jobs at uh at different networks at at different sports outlets because it would be pretty cool hearing that voice uh, coming through your television speakers uh, telling you what he thinks should be happening and in football,
3: how long before you think we see him on local car commercials and stuff like that next? <laughs> like how long, Coach O'Garon? Here, go
2: order Nissan and buy, buy like that. <laughs> I'll tell you, you don't see it very often where a coach wins a national championship in football, and then and then a couple of years later, th- <laughs> three seasons later, he's 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 out. You 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 don't see that very often. Um, but he has he hasn't blamed anybody else or, or he hasn't blamed anything else for why the last couple of years have not been good in Baton Rouge and uh, and, and that's why he, he's, he's taken the buyout. He'll never have to work again. He's taking millions and millions and millions of dollars with him on his way out the door. but, but it'll be interesting to see who if 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 there's a sports network of a a company that hires him to with that voice to 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 break down college football games that would be something wouldn't it it would be entertaining and the and the and the big question is who is going to be the the next football coach at l s u if you want to text us and tell us who you'd like to see, just keep it short. And uh, send it to us at five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five. If your text is good, we will read it. Uh, coming up next on the show, is, is there? Do you have someone who you would like to see be the next head football coach at
3: LSU? Are, are they? This text says Nick Saban wasn't that spectacular as the Dolphins' head coach.
2: Well, not as the <clears throat> Dolphins' coach, but you got to remember he left LSU for a shot at. at in the NFL, he ended up in Miami, and when he got there, they didn't have a quarterback, and there were two quarterbacks who were injured, who they worked out.
3: Well, how likely is this? And they, they
2: they they picked the wrong one. They they worked out Drew Brees, and they worked out Dante Culpepper in Miami, and Nick Saban is blaming this on Miami's medical staff, but he said the uh, the medical experts told him. Stay away from Drew Brees. Take Dante Culpepper. Boy, oh boy. Well, how like, <clears throat> how likely is Sean Payton out of this Texas? We've read where this may be Sean Payton's last year as head coach of the Saints. What do you what do you think? He's just gonna leave the Saints <laughs> and he's gonna go to college? He's gonna he's gonna go coach LSU? Huh.
3: What about Dave Arnada? Hernanda. Orlando, or yeah, yeah from the the Baylor. head
2: coach of Baylor. Yeah, <laughs> his name is uh has been at the top of the, the top 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 of the list. Lane Kiffen. Is there's, there's a guy? Where, where is he? Old Miss now. He's uh he's had some success. He's had some failures. Uh, who should LSU choose as their as their new head football coach? Because it's time. And and there's been some names, but um, nothing has been steadfast. Uh, text us, and if, if, if your text is good, we'll, we'll read it coming up on the show. we got a lot of other stuff to get to as well. Um, hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. So today is Cyber Monday which follows Black Friday and Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, is always an immense shopping day in the United States with so many uh, retailers having Black Friday sales and such. Um, But this year, Black Friday spending went down a little bit from last year. And that's the first time that that's ever happened. Usually Black Friday sales are up a, a bit every year from the Black Friday before. But but that didn't happen uh, this year. They, they say $8.9 billion was spent on Black Friday this year and that was down from nine billion dollars that was spent on Black Friday last year so it went down just a little bit but 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 it still went down and they're saying that that's the uh, first time that that's ever happened in history and I know some people are saying the 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 virus had something to do with it, or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I predict the the Cyber
3: Monday sales would go up because after the virus, people started to get accustomed to being able to order online, and they're like, "Hey, this isn't that bad," so they and they stuck with it.
2: Well, today is Cyber Monday, and there and Coleman, there should be really good deals. There there should be uh, discounts. You ever went Black Friday shopping? No.
3: I was about to say if you had what would be your weapon of choice, but you know
2: <laughs> yeah uh you b- bring brass knuckles what whatever um but i i don't i I wasn't gonna go into into stores on 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 Black Friday. I know some people love doing that because the the deals are there and and you could save some some cash but i i I would rather not deal with all of the people. Than uh than deal with the deals.
3: Yeah, my weapon of choice is a lit match in the aerosol can. They make it like a little flamethrower. <clears throat> Bring that with me on Black Friday.
2: But there should be great deals today on Cyber Monday. This is where online you'll see some uh some some great deals. And um, yeah, I wasn't excited for Black Friday, but I was excited for today for Cyber Monday. Uh, so I uh I just slept out. In front of my computer that, that that's what I did so I could I mean, I, I, I've got I've I got to get up really early for work anyways uh, we, we do the radio show early uh, Monday morning but I just made it a little bit earlier this morning um, by, by popping open my computer to see uh, to see all the great deals that are out there today for cyber Monday I hope you have a great cyber Monday on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. You know, living uh, here in, in New Orleans and, and in Louisiana, I've obviously seen and we've obviously uh, seen the weather uh, mess with us big time. Hurricanes are usually what does it for us here. And they really can screw up our lives. But there are times when weather screws up people's lives. But it's not the worst thing. It's actually a good thing. And I just read where they just had a snowstorm in England and 61 people were stuck for 3 days and nights in a pub <laughs> and the pub had plenty of beer and and there were there were literally 61 people stuck in a bar for three days and nights. Now, obviously when the weather makes our lives suck, it's awful. And we just saw it with Hurricane Ida. But could you imagine if the skies opened up wherever you were and so much snow fell that you got stuck where you were for three days and nights, and where you were was inside of a bar. I'm trying
3: to imagine it, and it sounds great on the surface. It sounds beautiful, however, one, 60 other people oh I would get annoyed, I would get annoyed quickly. You know, that's a lot of people, and I'm an introvert. Two, what's the female-to-male ratio? That's also a factor. I am hope I'm not stuck for three days at a bar with 60 other dudes and, like, three chicks.
2: Yeah, but you could have been stuck with a bunch of women, and some of them could have been married, Coleman.
3: And? It's, we that for three days. What happens in a snowstorm stays in a snowstorm. This happened
2: in—it just happened in Yorkshire, England. A strong snowstorm stranded 61 people that were in a in a big pub in a bar on Friday night and and they weren't able to leave until today they have
3: to make a movie about this this sounds like a premise of, to a movie
2: the people were at a at a at a place called Tan Hill Inn. On Friday night, they were attending a concert by an Oasis tribute band called Noasis. Okay. So on Friday night, they these Oasis fans, and I'm an Oasis fan, I I, I think Noel Gallagher is one of the most underrated rockers out there. I think he's a great songwriter. And and so this past Friday night, in England, in, in Yorkshire, England, a, 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 a venue called the Tan Hill Inn, there was an Oasis tribute band called Noasis, and they were playing. And then the, the, the skies opened up, and, and the snow started falling. And the the storm dumped about three feet of snow there. Okay.
3: Three feet. Now I'm five foot six. What really prevented them from leaving the bar? Maybe they just didn't want to. I can wade through three feet of snow. I've lived in Alaska. That's not that that's not that difficult. Um I think they wanted to stay. You had live. You had the Oasis band there, the tribute band, and then you had the beer flowing. You know, they, they probably would have stayed there if it was one foot of snow.
2: Evidently, it, it was snowing a lot, Coleman, and they told people not to leave. That's what it was. They told them not to leave. Well, they could have left well, if they felt like it. Well, three feet of snow. It, it, it snowed all night long, into Saturday. And the town, Yorkshire Dales, is the town. That town is 1,732 feet above sea level.
3: Here we are below sea level. See, that's the difference between New Orleanians and people in England at the pub. The government told them, hey, stay where you are. They could have left if they
2: felt like it. Well, slow down. (laughs) Fallen power cables created a dangerous situation mm-hmm. outside the bar in that town and so there were there were live fallen power cables that were on the ground and people didn't want to didn't want to mess with that most people have rubber soles at the bottom of their boots and so the uh they they just told people in that pub stay here the band, the Oasis tribute band, Oasis, stopped playing, uh-huh. but the guests were passing time by singing karaoke and watching movies like Grease. And they, 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 they just stayed there. The, they, the general manager of the pub said the guests have been respectful of, of each other. Nobody got out of hand nobody got really really too drunk and loud um some people were stranded and and they were they were guests at the inn
3: you know what they are very very polite imagine that same circumstances but here in new orleans 61 people trapped somewhere below sea level with the alcohol flowing you think we'd have been that polite and peaceful here in the states There'd have been fist fights. There'd have been people going through the water. It didn't matter. Like, I'm I'm going home. My wife, is, she's going to bitch at me if I don't make it. Even if you told them, hey, no, it's dangerous outside. I'm a chance that I'd rather deal with the
2: danger than not upset my wife. Well, for some people, that's that's what they did, Coleman. They, they stayed in a bar. And I'm thinking to myself, it snows. It snows over three feet. You're in a bar. Now they tell you power lines are down outside and and it's still snowing and and it's bad out and a lot of people those people they 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 stayed in that bar and and they're still there now they're leaving today
3: they are probably upset that they have to go like oh man i was having such a good time
2: such a frolicking good time here at the pub yeah i'm trying to think of being stuck in a bar for 3 days you would think at some point over 3 days you could leave
3: they could have left the first night. They just didn't want to, John. I'm telling you, three feet of snow is not that bad.
2: Well, that was a wild story about a snowstorm in, in England. It stranded 61 people in a pub for three nights, and, and, they're, and they're just leaving now, today. <laughs> they got to go to work on Monday. <laughs> you would think they got to get out of that pub, but for some of the people, there was plenty of beer available. Uh for, for some people they're, they're thinking that's all, is this a is this a dream come true or, or is this a nightmare being stuck in this pub this test sex I'd risk going as soon as grease came on <laughs> yeah once the oasis tribute band stopped playing I'd say that's it no 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 more no aces. Uh, it's time to go now
3: you could have made it through six feet of snow john you're you're a tall guy well,
2: that, that just happened in England over this past Thanksgiving weekend here in the United States. And by Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. T-Mobile has invested
1: billions to light up America's
2: largest 5G network from big cities to small
1: towns, including right here in yours. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterlin. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. 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 Well, today's Cyber Monday. And by the way, it's the it's the 16th Cyber Monday. Damn, I feel it old. Yeah, Cyber Monday started. Well, the, the 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 term got coined back in 2005. So that would that would make today the 16th Cyber Monday, and Cyber Monday is the day where we're supposed to save a lot of money if we shop online and buy Christmas presents and such online. This morning's Big O is, I think it's a two-part question. Because we do the Big O because I always want to get your take on something. I want you to text us. Are you going to be buying things online today? Are you shopping online to celebrate saving money, buying Christmas presents online on the 16th annual Cyber Monday? That's the first thing I want to know. And, Coleman, do we have that uh that, that, that piece of audio that is telling us it's Cyber Monday? Can you tell me what day it is? Monday.
4: Thank
0: God. Today is the day. Shop from the <laughs> comfort of your own home. Online.
4: Online. It is Cyber Monday today. Black Friday ends. Check out Cyber Monday. One
0: of the biggest
3: online shopping days of the year. Wait,
2: I thought we were buying online. Look online. Everything's online. Women be shopping. I'm
0: buying some really dumb stuff online.
2: Happy Cyber Monday. Let's
0: start the show.
2: So, are you going to be taking part in Cyber Monday? That that that's that's one question. The other question is, did you go out to the stores on Friday after Thanksgiving for Black Friday? Because the, 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 the two ways we, the two days where we could save. The most money. I guess physically getting up and getting out of the house and going to a store on Friday after Thanksgiving, on Black Friday, that's how that's how we always used to save money, shopping for stuff. Physically going to the store, stores, on Friday after Thanksgiving. Did you do that? Did 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 you think to yourself, well, this is how I could save some money if I if I go to a store, if I actually go to a store, on and the day I'm supposed to do that is the Friday after Thanksgiving because that's Black Friday, and, and we've seen videos of, of of people waiting outside stores for stores to open. We've seen videos of people running inside stores on Black Friday. We've seen videos of of people getting trampled going into stores on black friday we we've seen we've seen riots and fights in stores. We've seen video of that, yeah, we were talking
3: about this off the air when we said that uh when we said that uh the Black Friday sales went down this year as opposed to last year. And I told you I went to Walmart Friday, and it didn't even feel like Black Friday. I forgot it was Black Friday. I went to Walmart, and when I was trying to get the stuff I was getting, I thought to myself, oh, no, it was Black Friday. The lines are going to be long. When I walked in, it was like a regular day. It, it didn't even feel like it, there was no crowds. There was nobody going for the big screen TVs like they usually do. you know. And then when I was uh, traveling on the high rise on the West Bank Expressway, I peeked over, looked at Best Buys. They had a few people there, but it wasn't like that usual Black
2: Friday crowd there was nobody going for the electronics and it didn't feel like Black Friday so when you went to Walmart on 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 Friday after Thanksgiving on Black Friday mm-hmm. did did you go to a Walmart on the West Bank yes okay so that just that 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 was consistent because you said because you live on the West Bank in Jefferson Parish you said this last over a year and a half it really wasn't that different no. than than anywhere else because cause you said living on the west bank places you've gone in places you've gone into on the west bank during the last over a year and a half you you said you wouldn't even know it, it was a pandemic right.
3: it's, it's, a, it's, it's very it's, it's the wild west on the west bank just going anywhere, and no, nobody's checking for cars, nobody's checking for masks. It's just open over there where I'm at.
2: And so you went to a Walmart mm-hmm. on Black Friday? Yep. And you would never know that it was Black Friday.
3: Right, it was just a regular Walmart crowd. A few people did have big screen TVs and that's what tipped me off. I'm like, oh no, wait, today's Black Friday. I went to get some containers to put gumbo in. And uh, when I was in there, I thought to myself, oh man, the lines are gonna be long because it's a black Friday when I seen a few people with big screen TVs. But then when I looked at the lines and I looked at the crowd, it was just, it was, it was no black Friday. It it wasn't, it wasn't black Friday. It was just people shopping for regular stuff at Walmart. Nobody was getting Christmas gifts. Everybody was just getting stuff for their houses. It it was like a normal day.
2: So it wasn't, it wasn't, like the insanity that you see on videos on YouTube and such when look look at this place on Black Friday. Look at this place on Black Friday. No, it
3: wasn't like it was three years. Three years ago, that same Walmart, it was, it was a riot. You know, I'm embellishing, but it was, it was hectic. It wasn't a complete riot where people got hurt, but yeah, it was rough three years ago. But fast forward to last Friday, it was just a regular shopping day. I wonder why. Well, I think uh, my theory is after the, the pandemic, people got, accustomed to ordering online. That's the first time I've ever ordered anything online during the lockdowns in 2020. And now that I've done it a few times, it's like, it's not that bad. The stuff shows up at your house. I just don't like the fact that the people don't ring your doorbell to let you know it's out there. But other than that, I think people have, you know, once they got accustomed to, Hey, I can do this on, on, online, I can order from Amazon or wish or whatever.
2: And there's like, why even bother with black Friday? Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. If you're listening, did did you go to the stores friday after thanksgiving did you go to the stores on black friday text us let us know what, what and and the second part of the question the second question is are you instead of doing that are, did, did you wait till today till cyber monday where you can get great deals too just like if you're physically in the store on black friday but you don't have to leave your your house you don't have to leave your living room you can you can you can just do it from home and you can save money buying christmas presents today online on cyber monday that's the second part of the question are you are you going to be a participant in cyber Mon cyber monday to save money on Christmas presents, so so did, it's a two-part question. Did 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 you did you go out to the stores on Black Friday after Thanksgiving, or or maybe it's an and you're you're doing Cyber Monday as as well. You you're you're, you're going to uh, go online today to shop to buy christmas presents to save money did did you did you do it one way or the other or are you doing both text us at 504 260 9595 keep your text short if it's good we'll read it coming up next on the show so were were you a Black Friday person this year? Did you go to the stores the Friday after Thanksgiving? Or did you wait until today and you're going to save money shopping online for Cyber Monday? Or did you do both or neither? Your text's on that next. This morning's Big O here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. In a small town in Nebraska, Bellevue, Nebraska, employees of a bakery there received a $2,000 tip on a $5 order. (laughs) Cha-ching! Which is really good news for the bakers who need the dough <laughs> pretty cool though when someone comes into your small bakery m- makes a five dollar order and gives you a two thousand dollar tip on that um it, it, it's great when the when the when the good and the generous are making news coming up next your texts on are you taking part? in cyber monday today today if you if you shop online you, you're supposed to get a great deal supposed to be savings because for the, for the 16th year now today is cyber monday text us are you taking part in that or did did you were you old old school did you go out for black friday after thanksgiving thursday um. did you do either of those? Are you doing both, none, or did you choose one over the other? Uh, your texts on that are next today on Cyber Monday here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us on this morning's Big O segment, I asked if you are taking part in Cyber Monday today. It's the 16th Cyber Monday in history. Cyber Monday started in 2005 and we're supposed to go online today and if we buy christmas presents we we if we buy anything we save money for buying on cyber monday i asked you to text us is this something that you do do you do black friday did you go out 3 days ago after thanksgiving thursday and and did you physically take part in Black Friday in the stores, or are you taking part in Cyber Monday?
3: Todd to, and Belche says to say to save
2: money on buying Christmas presents and buying stuff. Right, Todd and Belche says
3: there were really no good sales going on Friday or today.
2: Well, Wait a minute, T- Todd. What do you what do you mean? I mean Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, is the day where you're supposed to save the most money. Physically in stores, buying things in stores. If you didn't do that, or even if you did that, today, three days later on Cyber Monday, is the day where we go online to buy Christmas presents or buy stuff. And we're supposed to save the most amount of money online today. So what what do you mean there's no good sales?
3: This next text says, The sales weren't as good this year. Huh. Scott says, There were crap sales this year. It was a normal day for the most part. This text says, All the special shopping days are a joke these days. The prices are nearly the same.
2: Wow, so so I am learning that Black Friday is a scam, and I'm learning that Cyber Monday is a scam as well, even though we just started Cyber Monday because it's still early in the morning, and, and, and we have all day to go online to see these supposedly great deals we're gonna get. Supposedly we're gonna pay less money for, for Christmas presents today and on Black Friday than 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 we would supposedly pay
3: any other day. Well I think inflation and having makeup work to do for the past couple of years might have something to do with these prices. Uh Boston Bobby says I stay away from the malls uh shopping on Black Friday, but I wait to the uh shop online but I wait to shop online as well. Hmm. This text says a lot of stores did Black Friday uh, deals online, so there was no need to go out. Instead of waiting till Cyber Monday, they did their Black Friday deals online on Friday. So
2: you don't need both. You, you, you got enough with Black Friday. <laughs> yeah.
3: This text says, I never left my damn house on Black Friday. I never do. I always shop online during those times of year. This text says, I went out Black Friday shopping at 8 AM, and it was like too crazy. Then we went out to eat and went home. Ended up uh, finding a couple Black Friday deals online.
2: You see that—that's what if, if if you if you paid attention the last few years to to the videos, the last several years to the videos in stores in big box stores usually on Black Friday, with people waiting for the doors to open and then people running through the doors like 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 crazed uh, hyenas. And 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 now after that we have what is known as Cyber Monday, and we're supposed to be able to save just as much money without all of the the, the punches, the fighting. Yeah, uh, and that
3: that text is from Ohio. It had they had a whole Ohio area code, so maybe it was crazy up there in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blair from the West Bank says I bought a TV at Best Buy on Tuesday, and they gave me the Black Friday price. Pretty cool. Now I think Robbie has the best text of all. Robbie says, "I quit buying gifts. I give cash so they can buy what they want." Good job, Robbie. Good job. Now that's well, that's a good dude.
2: Well, I got to be honest with you, Robbie, and and we appreciate the text. It's I I've always preferred to throw a few bucks in a card because then then. You don't even need the card no more, John. Just just throw them a the few
3: bucks. I guarantee you, it will go over better than the whole card.
2: Well, the card is supposed to be a a, a nice mention uh-huh. uh, a, a, about something, and then the cash is so you could get what you need or what you want on on your terms. Um, that's why I did things like that. Although some people say that that's not creative. You know that that's not being cool. You know you're supposed to be more creative on that. I what? wouldn't say that. I would
3: say if you if you intend to give somebody cash, just give them the straight cash right out of your wallet. Don't even bother with the card, don't bother with the sentiment, just give them the cash as a matter of fact. It's 2021. You can just cash out people now. You can just whoop, there you go. You did not even have to bother with all that. Hi, you know the pleasantries and the, all the theatrics that go around just just get straight to the point. Here you go. Here's the money. I like. I like that. I think that we should do that going forward instead of bothering all the stuff. Just say here. Bam. Money. Well,
2: the, the cash app, like PayPal or like Venmo, sure that's nice, but you're you're still gonna hear it from some that say, well, that's not. It's not creative. It's not. It, it, you're you. It's not what it's all about. It's you, not you what are, it's supposed to be. You
3: would not hear me complaining if you want to give me straight up cash without the other stuff.
2: I never did get
3: gift cards either. Why? If you're going to give me a twenty-five dollar gift card, just give me twenty-five dollars. You know.
2: But that's where the that's <laughs> where the that's where the thought comes in. Uh, hey, hey, you love this store or you love this restaurant? Let me give you a little plastic credit card that goes to that, and 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 this way we. Uh, we we take care of what you want for Christmas or 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 at all period.
3: This last text says there was no one at the West Bank Walmart because they have no inventory. That's actually true. I went over there to get um containers to put leftover gumbo in from friends' houses.
2: Yeah, if you're just joining us, Coleman said he he went over there to 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 a Walmart on the West Bank on Black Friday and it wasn't insane. It wasn't crazy. There weren't people getting punched in the face or dropped.
3: Yeah, so I had to get a cereal container. I, th- I couldn't get a regular Ron container. They didn't have those left. So I had to get a, a cereal container, and still haven't used it because everybody gave me pots and pans, pots and pans. Uh LJ from Sherman says, Nah, I'm a broke bitch. So you're not you're not you're not partaking in Cyber Monday today for the sixteenth year. See, LJ and Sherman can use some of that cash without the card because they're a broke bitch. Or you didn't you didn't
2: take part in Black Friday to go into the store on the on the Friday after Thanksgiving? That, yeah, that's not it's not something I look forward to. Uh, but today you're supposed to be able to save. Money, you're supposed to be able to get the best deals on Christmas presents today on Cyber Monday. if you, if, you, if you buy online, yeah.
3: You know, uh, about five years ago, I used to go to Black Friday shopping just for the fights. So I wouldn't even buy anything. I just go in, I'd just go to the store, whack a few people in the head, and walk out.
2: Mm. And it's something that 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 Cyber Monday started in 2005. So this is the 16th year of. Cyber Monday. Well, well. Good luck, and I and I hope you get what you're looking for, and I hope you get the best price you possibly can on it for uh, Christmas presents for folks um, today, being Cyber Monday. Hey, do you remember we just? Thank you for your texts. We appreciate your texts. We always do, and we welcome your texts. You can text us about whatever you want during our show, and 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 we we like that. Coming up. Do you know how we just, as a country, released 50 million barrels of oil to help with the, help us save money on gas prices? Where do you hear what this, what this other country just released? Their um, ration of. I, I couldn't believe, when I saw this, I couldn't believe it was true. Um, that's next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. You 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J O here with you. And oh, last week we mentioned it on the show because gas prices gotten so high, our country released fifty million barrels of uh of oil to uh to help keep the, the gas prices in check. And we we mentioned it on the show last week, how Americans go through a, a, what, about 18 million barrels of, of, of oil a, a day. We go through for gasoline and, and, and our other oil needs. So that should uh, keep prices in check for uh, what, three days? A few days. Canada just made a big announcement where they decided to help people in their own way by tapping into its strategic reserve. But Canada's strategic reserve, it had nothing to do with oil. Canada to help fight higher prices and inflation. They just tapped into its strategic reserve of maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, we, we went to millions of, of, of barrels of, of oil. Canada just tapped into its strategic reserve of maple syrup. Um, I don't know
3: that much about Canada. but I think everything there runs on maple syrup. The people, the electronics, their cars—they put maple syrup in the in their gas tanks. Their maple the maple syrup runs their electricity. Uh, when you whenever you turn on the water, go wash your hands. When you use the restroom, it's maple syrup that comes out the faucet. Yeah, Coleman Canada just made a big announcement. The moose's poop syrup over there in Canada.
2: A government-backed group called the Quebec. Maple syrup producers is releasing 50 million pounds of maple syrup to help deal with supply issues in Canada. See, why is Canada playing around? They know they don't use pounds.
3: What, what they use like grams, maybe ounces, gallons.
2: Pounds? That sounds too American to be Canada. Well, They say demand for maple syrup is up more than 20% from last year. This is interesting. Did you know that over 70% of the world's maple syrup comes from Quebec? I mean, not just Canada in general. It comes from Quebec, Canada. And their biggest customer is by far us. The United States. I mean, how, how delicious is maple syrup? Oh, it's awesome. I hate it
3: when they add flavors to it, like butter and all Just Just the regular maple syrup does well, but, you know, you go to IHOP, they have, like, blueberry syrup and raspberry syrup. I don't need all that. Just give me the regular-ass syrup.
2: America buys about 60% of the syrup Canada exports. <laughs> so Canada. You know, we call it maple
3: syrup because it's supposed to come from maple trees, but I, I, I swear that there's a, a a syrup reserve under Canada. Like I it, it can't just be from the maple trees. It's too much of it. It's everywhere.
2: Did you ever think Canada was that sweet? That was good. Too sweet. Um I, I just thought all of this was was fascinating. How we're helping our people by releasing millions of barrels of of oil, and Canada is helping their people by releasing (laughs) millions of pounds of maple syrup. They're just trying to do their part. I guess they're... They're, they're trying to help. Well, they they've helped us too in in wars and things when we needed when we needed soldiers and such. We historically we would Canadians would help out. I know Canadians help out with ice hockey a lot.
3: This text is ass syrup. Coleman, what are you doing? No, I didn't mean it that way. It just came out wrong. Just a regular flavor syrup. That was probably the bad use of an adjective.
2: But just a few days after after we here in the United States release millions of barrels of oil, they they, they decide to strategically release millions of pounds of maple syrup. Well, that's, they, the hockey teams need something to skate on, John. That's what's, uh, that's what's going on in Canada right now. Boy, oh boy. Hey, coming up, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning, and no, that's not it. Um, And Merriam-Webster just chose their word of the year. Hang out with us. We still got more to get to on our show here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. So the young girl from Harvey on the West Bank, who we talked about on this show earlier this year because she won the um, the spelling bee. She won the, the 2021 Scripps National Spelling Bee. And then once she won that, it became news that that's not the only thing she accomplished. The 14-year-old from Harvey, Louisiana, also holds three Guinness World Record titles for basketball dribbling skills. So not only is she a fantastic speller at the age of 14, she's also a, an amazing basketball dribbler. She's one of the best in the world at both of those things. And her name is Zalia Avantgarde. And she's 14 years old. She lives in Harvey on the West Bank. And she was just named the Sports Kid of the Year for 2021. Sports Illustrated named her that. Look at everything she's accomplished at the age of 14. She's in the Guinness Book of World Records three different times for dribbling a basketball. Her skills at dribbling. She won the 2021 Scripps Spelling Bee as the best speller in our country when it comes to uh when it comes to kids. And now Sports Illustrated just named her the 2021 Sports Kid of the Year. Coleman, she's 14. She's lives in Harvey. She's from Harvey. She's from the West Bank. And she's already accomplished more things than most adults will ever accomplish. She's 14. Yeah,
3: so now I'm thinking at her senior year, 15, what type of dude is worthy enough to bring her to the prom? Like, think well, about that. Won't be <laughs> that won't be fifteen. That'll be when she's
2: seventeen or eighteen.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. And, and a senior year, about four years from now, when she's eighteen and she's I'm trying to think for the future. Like, what what, what type of guy is worthy enough to bring this avant garde to the senior prom?
2: And she lives up to her name. Her name is Zalia Avant Garde. Exactly.
3: I can't wait. To, this dude. This dude
2: better be top notch. At fourteen years old, the best child speller, the best the, the, the best speller in the country. At fourteen years old, she's already in the Guinness Book of World Records three different times for her basketball dribbling skills. Remember her name. Zalia Avant That's her name. And and I don't think she's done doing great things at the age of fourteen. And now she's the Sports Illustrated Sports Kid of the Year for the year 2021. And she's just a 14-year-old who lives in Harvey. How about that? Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I I read all morning. And as smart as this and as talented as this young girl from the West Bank is, I've got a grown male adult who is dumber than she is. Smart. You'll hear what he did next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans-only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans-only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterlin here with you. And it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. So in Tennessee this past Friday night, the night after Thanksgiving, a man went in to get a pizza at a Little Caesars pizza store in Cedar Bluff, Tennessee. And when he walked in, he walked up to the counter. They told him his order would take 10 minutes. You know what he did? He... Pulled out an AK-47 and shouted, Give me my pizza! Now! Wow. Yeah, they told him his pizza was going to take 10 minutes. He wasn't happy about that. He couldn't believe inside Little Caesars it would take 10 minutes to get one of their pizzas. And so he then pulled out an AK-47, pulled it. On the pizza employee, the Little Caesars employee, and he shouted, give me my pizza!
3: I can understand his frustrations because I've been in that predicament before where I'm on the move. And Little Caesars advertised their pizzas as hot and ready, meaning you could just go in, see I need a pepperoni for $5, and they're supposed to be already ready, and you're supposed to walk out. But the last few times I've been there, yes, they're like, "Hey, can I get a a, a a meat feast, a pepperoni?" They're like, "Oh, we're gonna have to. You gotta wait." It's like, "Wait, it's supposed to be hot and ready." That's the whole purpose of going to Little Caesars is to have the pizza hot and ready. So I completely understand that frustration. What well, I don't carry your AK-47. Well, I was around. gonna
2: say you understand the frustration. Good thing you didn't walk into the Little Caesars uh, with it with an AK-47. I wonder what's been going
3: on with Little Caesars lately. Like they have their pieces have not been hot and ready. Every time I've been going there the last few times. They need to get their stuff together.
2: A Tennessee man is facing multiple aggravated assault charges after he held up a Little Caesars pizza store in Cedar Bluff, Tennessee. He held it up with an AK-47 rifle after being told his pepperoni pie order would take 10 minutes to make.
3: I'm going on a limb here and saying that was completely premeditated. He's probably been to that Little Caesars like me multiple times. It was waiting for their hot and ready pizza, hot and ready pizza. This time he said, if they tell me I have to wait one more
2: time, I'm going to pull a strap out and just let loose. Well, officers responded to the restaurant just after 9 p.m. this past Friday where they were told the suspect, identified as 53-year-old Charles Doty Jr., You idiot! became upset when he was told that his pepperoni pizza would take 10 minutes to make. I guarantee you from this point on, that Little
3: Caesars will always have pizzas hot and ready and ready to go when people come and get them.
2: Well, what he did was he got upset. And besides pulling the AK-47, he demanded a free breadstick order. Yeah, for the wait. He went outside the business to wait for the pizza. When he returned, he had the rifle in hand and was pointing it at employees demanding his pizza immediately.
3: (laughs) So I'm assuming he went outside for 10 exact minutes. He timed them. He took his free breadsticks for the wait and he timed it. He said, I'm going to go in there at exactly 10 minutes. I think that's 600 seconds.
2: One of the female Little Caesars employees told a news outlet she was taking care of a female customer and she was just getting ready to leave That's when this guy got the gun. She says he pointed it at me saying, where is my damn pizza? I want my pizza. I was shocked it was over a $6 pizza. And time. The employee said. I'll tell you, I mean, look. I think most of us get frustrated sometimes when we're at a store or at a restaurant or at a bar or it's somewhere in public, and things don't go exactly the way they we, we expect them to go. Most of us aren't going to ruin our lives, throw our lives away by pulling out an AK-47, pointing it at one of the retail employees, and demand to know why things aren't going the way that you expected them to go. Well, did he ever get his pizza? Uh, not inside the store. <laughs> it's um. It's something what... Why did he get his money back if he didn't get the pizza? But it's something what pushes some people to the brink of... of losing touch with all reality.
3: Betrayer would do that. He felt betrayed.
2: Because instead of going home with a pizza, even instead of going home with a $6 pizza a little bit late, he didn't go home. Because of what he did, he went to he went to jail. And that's where he will be spending many nights because he wasn't able to control himself in a in a retail shop, a retail store. Where, where where something didn't go exactly the way he, he expected it to go. He said the pizza's hot and ready. Well, yeah, you can say that Little Caesars, if you're going to advertise you've got a $6 hot and ready pizza when you walk in, the pizza better be $6 and it better be hot and it better be ready. In this case, it wasn't. Well, anyways, the man who held up the Little Caesars pizza shop in small town Tennessee because he didn't want to wait 10 minutes for his pizza he pulled out an AK-47 that's the that's the dumbest thing that I've read all morning give me my pizza here on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station